0: welcome to the Big Johnson week 4 fantasy podcast I'm here with Austin and Zach we're gonna dive right into some of the matchups from last week and do a little bit of analysis on that so-
1: week three match-ups.
0: I want to start with my team just because you know 202 points. points last week I mean poor Phil. <laughs> Puts up 20-plus over projection and is still – I feel bad He
2: had a him. decent yeah. week, too. There's a yeah. lot of other teams he would have beat.
0: I think he would have beat most other – From
2: the looks of it, it looks like he would have been, like, fourth or fifth in points for the week.
0: Yeah, that's a tough – that's tough to see that. And Cohen – well, he picked up Cohen off a of free agency and dropped three minutes before game time.
2: He was the fifth highest scorer. He yeah, would have lost, he he lost to four teams. There were two guys yeah, that and- won last week with 115 points. Like yeah, that's, that's just stuff. the unlucky I mean, part of fantasy. Like that's where matchups are just kind of messed up. It makes you think that there should be more uh, money given
1: out at the end of the year for like overall points. Back to the matchup, though, I think Danny pretty much you solidified yourself as probably being the best team right now. Like Zach, I know you have a good team, but I mean, you still right, put up
0: 165 I mean, points with kid.
1: unlimited. <laughs> so, I mean, if you look at Danny's team, best quarterback. Probably the best running back that's healthy right now. And Does the he have the best identity. quarterback so, though? In fantasy, I, think you can... I would take Mahomes over Lamar. I have. Wilson. You know, Zach. Honestly, I would take him over Russell Wilson. I mean, Russell
0: Wilson's the number one player in fantasy right now.
1: Yeah. Right now, that's what I'm but I'm saying if I could just pick a quarterback, it would probably be Mahomes.
0: Oh, 100. That's why when Jake offered me Pat Mahomes in that deal for Johnny Smith and Jarvis Landry, let me just yeah. let me just tell you, I couldn't say no to that. Like, I got a starting running back. I got the best quarterback in football. For a scrub tight end, I picked up off of free agency and Jarvis Landry, the number I two receiver it. on a run I understood offense. it
2: from both sides. Like, Jake Jake was content with Cam Newton. That's why he was so open in training Mahomes, but I definitely think he could have gotten more value than what he got. And no one really wanted him. Like, no one
1: – But here's the issue with that. That's I think Mahomes. if he just would have waited for a quarterback to go down, I think – I mean, Mahomes at that point is super valuable. Because the problem we have right now is we're in a 12-man league with one quarterback now. We're used to two quarterbacks. So nobody really cares. I mean. Everybody's got a solid backup in this league right now. So when we had the two quarterback system it was a little tougher because you didn't really have a great you know, a second point. quarterback. Or That's a good third point. Like he but... should've
2: waited he should have waited until like someone went down and someone was like real desperate for a quarterback.
0: See, I thought about doing that with Aaron right. Rodgers before I moved him to, to Saul. Like I could have just sat on him and and kept him on my bench, but I was like,
1: "I can already hear Jake right now. He's probably he's probably thinking he's he's gonna say he was zero three, and he kind of had to do it, which I kind of yeah. agree with that. But, but not for a tight end that like tough. I picked up that's off a of
0: waivers and the yeah. number two receiver on a run offense. Like
2: he was very desperate for a tight end, though. Too like he had I know Gronk he was. He had Gronk uh,
1: first two weeks, and then hilariously Gronk did pretty well last. Week.
2: I think
0: he scored more points than John who did last week. To be honest, which I think is just it's comical. That's
1: tough. <laughs> That's real tough.
0: (laughs) But he was in my, he was like messaging me every day constantly about Jonu Smith and for a while, Zach Moss, until he got off the Zach Moss train. I'm like, I'll take Devin Singletary from you. I've got, my bench is just my handcuffs at this point. Latavius Murray, Carlos Hyde, and Zach Moss. That's my backup running back. So I mean, I'm about to drop on Lewis because I need to move Zach Moss off my IR spot. Which, can we just take a moment yeah. and realize that this IR spot is broken in the league? Because you don't have to be on IR to move mm-hmm. a player into that spot. Like, that's what I did last week yeah, so I could pick I, up. Yeah. They just have to One be One bad hurt. thing about
2: having only handcuffs on your bench is is bye weeks. You know, like, what are you going to do when Kamara, like, what are you going to do when the Saints are on by? So
0: the Saints and the Seahawks are on bye both week six. So oh I'm boy. losing Carson blaze week Kamara. six? Think, it no, it's Blaze. It's, uh, it's blaze plays you yeah.
2: week oh, six. But
0: the right. thing is, I've got Kamara's Mike Davis who will probably yeah. still be starting. And Devin Singletary, I have no problem starting, too.
2: Week six is the earliest I think McCaffrey could come back. But and I, I don't, don't think, think he's going to come be, back that early. I don't, yeah, I don't think they're going to be too... Impatient to bring him back, which so sucks for me, but course. it's whatever. Yeah, you'll get
0: McCaffrey back. Though the thing is, if you stay, you know, three and oh or even if you drop these. Oh yeah, uh, these next I three, know, you're still in move great McCaffrey. shape, yeah. dude. I was still contemplating I'm that McCaffrey deal out. that you you offered me, Zach. Like I, I think about it every day. I, I see.
2: That's one of those things like I would do, but I'm also okay not doing. For those that don't know, the me and Danny almost made a trade. I offered him McCaffrey and Metcalf, which. He said he really loved Metcalf, so I was like, "All right, Uh, McCaffrey and Metcalf for Camara and Diggs." That's one of those deals where I was okay with doing, but I was also okay, kind of chilling out. Putting up 44.7 last week made me really want to do the deal.
0: (laughs) It's funny because I almost (laughs) traded Camara. He's still
1: very salty about that.
0: I know he is, dude. He was messaging me back and forth (laughs) the entire time. It turned out great for me in the long run because I still got Mahomes and didn't have to move Camara. So I'll live with that. I mean, all right.
2: Uh, should we go to the next matchup? Yeah, how about your yeah. matchup, Zach.
0: Yeah, and how close it was with Brandon right. down the line, though.
2: It was really close. And in the morning, in the morning slate of the games, when Josh Allen was absolutely popping off, I was getting worried.
0: I can imagine. Yeah, I like every that.
2: time, like the every time they were on the goal line, the Bills they would it would run it the first two downs and not get it, and then Allen would either throw it or run it. And I was like, well. The Rams started a comeback and almost did it. No, yeah. but I
0: mean, it was always like third down. It'd be like third and three, and he would take a 15-yard sack that would put them out of field goal range or something yeah. like that. It's just like those plays like <laughs> that drop you out of field goal range or you clearly make the wrong read. And I'm like, I get it. It's easy for us to sit on the sidelines behind our TVs and be like, oh, Diggs was wide open. I mean, of course Diggs is wide open. Like, that just doesn't – like. You know, he might not see that. It might not be his read at the time, but it's just infuriating to sit back and watch that.
1: I was gonna say just going back to their matchup, I think the pickup of the week has to be Rex Burkhead for Zach. Single handedly won his matchup for him.
2: So I gotta give a shout out to Jake. He told me to he told me I should pick up Burkhead. However, if I didn't pick up Burkhead, I would have started Jeff Wilson, who ended up with twenty one point nine. So I did the math and I still would have won. But yes, that was uh nice seeing Burkhead score all those touchdowns for me.
0: Zach, how do you feel about owning the entirety of the Patriots backfield?
2: You know a coin. It's, coin, it's mixed emotions because I never know how the Patriots are going to play. Week one, they ran a lot. Week two, they passed a lot. And then this last week, they ran a lot. So they're kind of just unpredictable. But at the same time, James White's my guy. Michelle, I don't even need. Don't expect Michelle to be on my team very much longer.
0: Are you going to trade in the work yeah. for him or is he just a drop candidate?
2: No, he's he's going to be a drop candidate.
0: Drop candidate. Yeah, I mean, he's the one getting the pass work. Like you said, it's a, it's a coin toss, though, between – Burkhead and, and White and even Sony Michelle because it oh looks God. like Sony Michelle got all the rush yards and rush attempts. Rex Burkhead mixing in for the, the receptions, yeah, seven receptions and one receiving touchdown for him. Like that, you mean, can't predict that. As every soon week. as James
1: White comes back, I think you got to take James White every week. Like I mean, I understand that Rex Burkhead might have good yeah. weeks. I think he's borderline droppable when James White comes back. To yeah,
2: like. James White, James White's my guy. He's <laughs> yep. he's the guy there.
1: Yeah, I think I think
0: holding um, on yeah, so when, or uh, is important.
2: So when Metcalf uh, got that touchdown poked out at the one yard line, I was very. <laughs> Very mixed emotions about it. But at the same time, it's like, what a play by Trayvon Diggs. Uh, no, He's, not
1: even Trayvon what a Diggs play.
2: No, a that world. was
0: Metcalf pulling into Sean no, was, a Deshaun Jackson and the ball at the one-yard line. It, one it was yard a little line. bit of
2: both, though. You know, that's a high IQ play by Trayvon to try to punch that ball out. <sighs> the rookie's got to know to take it and he did. Yeah. Russell Wilson was very upset, so I'm happy with how Metcalf's been. He scored 19 points every week so far, so.
0: I think Metcalf was one of the biggest steals of the draft, to be honest, because oh, you got Metcalf at the end of the fourth, and then you took Russell Wilson oh at the top of five. It's a great combo. I mean, I think Metcalf should have gone before yeah. Cooper Cup and Amari Cooper and even Juju in that round, so I think him dropping all the way to the end of four was huge. Well, the thing is, I was going to take Metcalf um, if he had dropped all the way back down to me at uh, in round five, but I mean, I had to take Keenan Allen because who else was I going to take? But he was the one I, who I was going to. I remember when you took him, Zach. I was pissed. <laughs>
1: I was yeah, so I was, pissed. I was
2: honestly, psyched to have that Wilson Metcalf combo. So yeah, it played out well for me. I you think James it. White's coming back this week. He or he at least came back to practice. So
0: that's good for him. I mean, you got to feel for the guy though. Like, like that's just I know, that's man. just a tough draw. That's
2: just that's just something you can't really know how to deal with unless you've gone through it yourself. And that's, yeah, that's not something that you want to go through.
1: Overall, though, I think that was the match for the week for me. When I was in at all the matchups, that was the one that kind of, mm-hmm. you know, I mean, yeah. I know Brandon's seventh right now, but I think he's definitely got a top five team, top six team. But, I think I put Brandon I in like really top five last pass. week. A bad game. Yeah, I mean, he had a lot of guys that didn't really like Jacobs, Melvin Gordon, Noah Fant had targets. He just didn't get the score. I mean, that's well,
0: because Denver's offense is just abysmal with, with right. Jeff Driscoll.
1: I'm almost, I'm contemplating streaming say, the Jets defense tomorrow. And I will say, I I thought I saw Brandon Draft Noel fan, and I thought that was one of the stupidest picks. It just felt like it was really early, but honestly, he's been he's been one of the best tight ends. So yeah, he
0: I kind of want to talk about one of these low scoring matchups, like Jake and Saul's matchup. Like, I
1: got Jake and
2: Saul's matchup pulled up.
0: All right, let's let's chat about that one.
1: And that's that's tough because you look at you look at Saul; he's three and zero and three. And sometimes those matchups are just so critical for like especially yeah. Jake. Yeah,
0: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I. He's really glad I gave him Rodgers because he dropped both. What I think he had Philip Rivers and Carson Wentz. Uh, so, and not to give Jake ass. any
1: more than we've already given him, but. <laughs> Good job starting Cam Newton, getting 13 points there after you traded Mahomes. Like, if he
0: would have had Mahomes, I mean, he would have if won. If he would have had Mahomes, he would have won. And, yeah, because yeah, oh then Saul wouldn't have had Aaron Rodgers and probably would have started Carson Wentz, who put up 23 points. Like, that's the difference in...
2: So, I, I just got to throw this out there. Week one, Saul scored 123 points. He's 3-0, and by the way. Uh, week one, he scored 123. Week two, he scored 123. Week three, he scored 115.
0: Like, don't get me wrong. There's no reason he should be 3-0. and
2: See, that's where the matchups
0: come in. Like yeah, I mean, he's had of he might have had an easier let's see week two yeah he faced trevor week two and then week one he faced austin i think yeah, that's and I, I, and I
1: believe i had an awful week that week though so. well yeah i
0: mean leonard fournette putting up a whopping two points.
1: Yeah. Yep. Right to- <laughs> this goes back to injuries again. I mean, yeah. It was the first week I was healthy. And even like- with
2: Saul having that low of scores being 3-0, and oh, he is actually sixth place in uh, points for week know? two. Well, week two he had 123 points. Really? Um, I think he Jake's was the lowest lowest scoring winner of week two. He faced Trevor who had 105 who was the third lowest scorer that week.
0: See, I think Trevor's just had some really tough matchups. I think he's got a really decent team to be yeah. honest. Like, Devontae I mean, I think- Adams
2: being out it hasn't really helped him either. Or Mike Thomas, I mean.
0: Yeah, I mean, you put Mike Thomas back in there and you have DJ Moore going. And I mean, his RB2, it's an issue. Uh, I'll yeah. admit that. I mean, Miles Gaskin's been playing pretty well. Um, and I think he could potentially be a good RB2 or flex starter. Um, but once once Raheem Mostert's back in San Francisco, I think he's got that job back over Jarek McKinnon, hands yeah. down. Yeah, it'll be an interesting, interesting matchups this week to see who, you know, continues to perform or who, you know, what happens really. I mean, I think Saul's got another, sorry Brady, cakewalk of a matchup this week. Week against Brady's,
1: <laughs> I feel bad for him with all the injuries. Uh, like, I, I mean, he knows it. I, I think he's probably got the worst team. I mean, i he he, get, he got 82 points last week. I mean, we can jump into that matchup quick if we want to. But yeah, I think we got. To, I think we have to talk about yet. it. Like, you can't score yeah, 82 points. Yeah, we can jump in right that. in there. I mean, there aren't many guys on Brady's team that I would actually have any interest in.
0: The only guy I've <laughs> talked to him about is Jonathan Taylor, and that was some deal that I, when I still had Rogers that we were slightly discussing. Yeah. I, don't, I don't. I think it got shut down really quickly because he wanted to wait and see. I was.
1: I Believe Zach, I think you said Trevor had Devontae Adams. I think Brady does. something. Yeah, Brady yeah, I mean, also drafted like Le'Veon
2: Bell fairly early. Le'Veon yeah. Bell's on IR already. I mean, take yeah, a look got, at Brady's I mean, team. I mean, We're talk about injuries. Bill Devontae Adams, George you Kittle, and
1: has Yes, Kittle. Yep, yeah. He, okay. Yeah, yes, Kittle. I'm sorry, Brady. Back. I didn't. I don't. I guess I came on a little tough there, but. <laughs>
2: I mean, like, I mean, he's got decent guys that have been hurt for him. Like yeah. he can, like he'll bring Kittle back. And then he could honestly, honestly play Higby at his flex. If he wanted to, if he didn't have any better options. Um, which Brady is lost his first way. round pick, second points, round pick know, in his
1: option, but 2.9 points was DeAndre Swift. Higby at his flex, right? Yeah, that's my point. I got you. I mean, yeah, he, he, he had not including his defense. He only had two guys in double digits. Well, It's yeah. so tough when
0: you, when you lose your first second and fourth round draft picks to injuries. Yeah. Like how do you compete? I mean, I don't think it's at I don't think he's at fault for it. I mean, he's played well in the past and I mean you can only do so much when your entire team gets broken. Yeah. Like
2: and it's like I, it's it, it would be tough to make trades with him because, like, there's not a lot of players on his team that people are going to be interested in. Like,
0: cool. right. I almost offered him the kitchen sink for Devontae Adams after week one uh before I had Mahomes and still had uh, Aaron Rodgers. Cause I wanted that combination so badly, but he didn't want to move Adams because, I mean, he was the number one player in fantasy after week one putting up the 41, 42 points.
1: Now for Ryan's team, how long are, how long are his Cleveland Browns running backs going to carry him? Well, uh, Kareem Hunt didn't practice
0: today. I I keep
1: every week. I'm like, this guy, That's Cleveland
2: Browns. (laughs) He's starting three of them. He starts both running backs and Odell, but it's like they're all scoring points somehow.
0: That's the thing. Like, I mean, he's starting both running backs, yes, but this is the only team you can start both running backs from because how many touches they got. I mean, Kareem Hunt got 16 touches last week. Nick Chubb got 19. Like, they are handing the ball off 35 times.
1: Well yeah, because they don't have a quarterback, but and yeah. they are, and their schedule
2: other than week one has been horrible. They played the Bengals and then they just played the football team.
0: Yeah, and they're gonna face yeah. Dallas next week. Like I'm nervous about that. Like Dallas' defense. Yeah. Zach, you Zach, you can tell us about Dallas' defense. Yeah. Give us three words to describe Dallas' defense. Dog doggy. <laughs> there we go. There it is. <laughs>
2: <laughs> That's gonna get quoted in for years. Dog doggy. <laughs> going to be in the chat all week. Okay, I did it to myself, but uh I mean I'm not wrong. I'm not wrong. But I think the Cowboys offense is is good enough to beat the Browns. I would at least hope so.
0: What I think's going to happen
1: right. is the Browns are going to get down Hold on, is that what it's come to? Their their offense is good enough to beat the Browns?
2: Well, I would hope Jeez. they're good enough to beat the Browns.
1: I mean, god. I mean, is, I, I'm sorry, but wow.
2: There's there's some games to where Baker just kind of isn't isn't on it. He has those games where usually it's yes, usually it's against like tougher opponents. But Baker could just be having a bad day. And it's tough being in that offense because everyone there wants the ball. And it's hard to spread it to everybody and you get stressed out. And now, and to, the, to, the Cowboys
1: defense, to the Cowboys defense, they've had what? The Rams, Falcons, and Seahawks? Yes. So,
0: yeah, they had some tough uh, matches the, Falcons, the first three weeks. The
1: Falcons, they won. But that game shouldn't have really been that close.
0: That The Browns, I don't think... Are going to stand a chance against Dallas this week? To be totally honest, I think they're going to get down super quickly, and they're going to have to throw the ball. And when the Browns have to throw the ball, things go badly. I agree. Oh yeah, like they are. There's no. There's no doubt about it that they're a run heavy team. Like they're oh, going to. Yeah. They're <laughs> going to run the ball 35, 40 times a game. And the second you make them throw, is the second they just downhill. And I know like home the Raven. field
2: advantage doesn't matter as much anymore, but the game is in Dallas, so
1: I think it matters. People need
2: to realize that, like. Like, they, like, they think now no fans that there's no like advantage to playing at home like the away team still gotta like travel and yeah. deal with all that like it's yep. you to just hop in your car and go
1: to the stadium. stadium
0: different facilities too like you don't get to use your same routine because there's you know different stuff I mean I don't know the, the ins and outs of a football locker room or anything but I imagine each stadium is a
1: little bit different from the next and
2: okay what match have we not gotten to uh,
1: mine Deshaun of the Dead versus Blaze Juski <laughs> alright we'll save yours uh, for
2: last Austin we'll go, okay. we'll go Trevor versus Blaze and Blaze has won this matchup with scoring 115 points
0: uh, I, you know I know how Jake said his toilet bowl matchup was last week I gotta tell you this was the toilet
1: bowl this was the toilet bowl yeah, matchup one and two oh <laughs> and two <laughs> teams
0: I don't even know where to start I mean James Robinson shout out they to Christian for that pickup
1: they both have good quarterback good quarterback decent tight ends and that's about about it I mean everybody yeah. else you could say pretty boomer bust on their teams like Adam Thielen's going to be okay but you have Kirk Cousins throwing him the ball
0: when, when Kirk Cousins is throwing to Justin Jefferson 11 times a game for 170 some yards like that was that there. was
2: only this game though you right. know like i think Jefferson will get more targets like more average targets for sure but like the first two games Jefferson was not Jefferson was dropped Jefferson was just picked up on the waiver wire this week
0: he was, a, right. he was one of the only free or waiver wire pickups this week there wasn't anyone really good on waivers this week to be totally honest like it wasn't worth
1: wasting your- to I'm not sure why he even still has him on his team, but Saquon getting hurt was pretty pretty big for him. Obviously, I'm pretty sure he probably took him what number two overall. Yeah, he was number two overall somewhere in there. Yeah, I mean, you take a
0: look. His week one was awful against Pittsburgh. I know it's Saquon.
1: Like, I mean, they don't have anything else. I am
2: personally staying away from all Giants if if possible. I'm staying away from New York. York. Yeah, New York (laughs) in general. I'm
1: Jamison Crowder, and that's about as far as I would go.
0: Yeah, well, that i that's mean, the I guess, only
2: guy I would even want on my bench.
0: I would take Lev Bell oh, he's once he's healthy. He's,
2: I don't know. I, he would he want, I would not want I would not want Le'Veon. I would never trade I mean, for Le'Veon.
0: I would trade no, for him I if mean, he's cheap enough and I don't lose any of my starting But he's not gonna
1: be cheap enough. I mean, I think where did he where did he get taken? I and mean, that's the other issue some guys have. They're they're so focused on where they took a guy. Like Joe Mixon has zero trade value. I mean, that that offensive line is garbage. I wanted
0: nothing to do with Joe Mixon, and everyone's like, "Oh, we just signed this new four-year contract. He's gonna be, you know, the bell cow there." I'm like, "No, that offense is..." Well, he might be
1: the bell cow, but they don't have an offensive line.
2: He was decent towards the end of the year. That's why. That's why he has any value at all. But to be a
0: second, I think he was a second-round pick this year. He might have even been taken in the first. He was first. There's nobody in my starting. Yeah, he
1: took him him number like seven overall. Number seven overall. there's nobody in my lineup that I would in my starting lineup that I would trade for joe mixon
0: nobody that I wouldn't even cool trade work. anybody on my bench for joe mixon at this point i mean i mean i I'd, I'd
2: trade someone on my bench yeah that's but. a that's a bit of a reach but okay,
0: but i mean take a look at my bench like my ain't. bench is my handcuffs and and c d lamb I wouldn't trade any of my handcuffs for him and i I guess maybe I would trade c d lamb
1: for joe Let me mixon jump into but, a- My matchup with Bebop Quick. While we're on that subject, but
0: yeah, yeah, let's do that real quick. So then we can just get into next week's matchups and power rankings real quick. And Um,
1: yeah, I, I, I guess like I said, Bebop's biggest problem's got to be the running backs. I mean Montgomery, that was kind of unpredictable because I, I bet the over on that one. I think he was over like fifty three yards or something. He had, he had very good weeks the weeks before that, but I guess Tyler Lockett is the twelfth ranked fantasy player as of right now. Yeah, I'm very content with my team. I think the only thing I'm worried about
2: is tight end thirty seven with a three touchdown game this week against the Dallas
1: yeah. Cowboys. My lineup's stellar. I just need a tight end. I mean, if you talk, Hayden Hurst had one catch for one yard and a touchdown. Same with
0: like, Mike Gusecki last week, he had one catch for 15 yards and a touchdown. Like, Bro,
1: Mike man, Evans yeah.
2: Mike Evans had two catches for two yards and two touchdowns. Well, I, I, mean, I was hyped about it.
1: Mike Evans is a little more upside than Hayden Hurst. Although, I will say the Atlanta offense typically uses their tight They like to throw to their tight
2: end. Like, Austin Hooper is a best. And oh, they, yeah, I, I just dropped Browns him. Browns were being for, the Browns uh, and paying him a bunch of money for being a below-average tight end.
1: Like I said, I dropped him for Dalton Schultz. I
0: think that's
2: a good pickup. Um, <laughs> so what's the deal with Chris Godwin, Austin?
1: I don't know. I think it's, it's, like, his, hamstring. It a yeah, it's his hamstring injury. It a concussion week. It was a concussion week, too, and now it sounds like Week 4 is going to be a hamstring. So. Yeah, he's expecting oh to God, miss at least again. a week. On oh God, we hurt again. That's <laughs>
0: I, I feel like that's more fitting for Brady's team, know. but I mean, it's also on you because Leonard Fournette also didn't practice today with an ankle injury.
1: Yeah, I guess the Bucks are just dropping like flies. That T- they're not on that TB12 program yet.
2: So, Austin, who are you going to play at your flex this week?
1: I don't know, man. Oh, oh, you to have to go to Crowder? James and Crowder? The <laughs> James and Crowder?
2: Or Corey Davis. Crowder? Crowder? Really good week one, but then he got hurt. He's been that's hurt what Crowder does
0: every year. Take a look at Crowder's week one numbers. He is the same as Sammy Watkins. Yeah. His week one numbers are great, I mean, and then it's nothing. Okay, it wasn't the Adam as good Gase, as Sammy
1: Watkins. Okay, but, Watkins but Adam Gase crazy. said they're going to hyperdrive, so, I mean, that's got to be... Hyperdrive? <laughs> yeah, Adam Gase said that offense is going to hyperdrive. <laughs> Adam Gase is the How worst coach in football. Yeah. Um, I don't understand way, how he's still there then.
0: There's no explanation for it. Just and Dan entirety. Quinn hasn't
2: been fired yet. I don't know.
0: Dan Quinn's not a bad head coach, but I think he deserves to be fired for blowing two games whether up by sixteen or more. Like no team has done well, that other than the Falcons. Three games. Like, three games, sorry. Yeah. Like that's that's a tough stretch for the Falcons. And I mean they just do it to themselves. I mean, look back to the Super Bowl, twenty eight to three. What was
1: it? Oh no, they've been doing left? it forever. I mean
2: The Falcons remind me of the Lions back in two thousand eight when was, I don't know if it was 2008, when they had oh, not Stafford bad. and Calvin. Stafford and Matt Ryan have a lot of similarities. I really hope Julio just doesn't do the same thing that Calvin did.
0: And just retire? I, I mean, He just signed that big extension.
2: I mean, look at that team.
1: Horrible it's defense. It's not a terrible team.
0: It's, it's not. It's, it's, it,
1: it, like, it's not like the Detroit Lions were... You take Matt Stafford and Calvin Johnson out, they were nothing. I, I think the Falcons have a pretty decent offense. I mean, it's not like it used to be, but like the defense, yeah, yeah the defense is bad. But I think, I think... It, it, to coaching like he's, he's gotta go
0: <laughs> i could have sworn he would have been you know fired the 15 minutes oh, after the game like press conference at the end you see I mean, it
2: in the post in the post game interview when he's when people are asking him about his job and he's trying to direct the question elsewhere that's that's like that awkward that's what, that awkward moment when you're watching it's like damn this has got to be over with soon
0: right He's got to know it. Like, there's no reason to, you know, think yeah. that he's – I mean, he had to have been going into that press conference knowing full well that the next day he could be called into the GM's office and be, be fired.
1: I honestly think he was shocked he wasn't. I would
0: be too. Yeah. I would be too.
1: I, I I would have bet my life life savings on the fact he would have been fired the next day and he wasn't. Yeah. Oh, guess we're doing it next week again.
0: I, if they blow it this week, who's the, who are the Falcons playing? Green Bay on Monday night? If they oh, blow no, no, that –
1: They're going to get blown out.
0: 100%. Aaron Rodgers is playing on a whole other level this year.
1: Oh yeah, he's like Aaron Rodgers is on a, is fuck
2: on a you revenge tour. tour. I just think it's so funny. He literally asked for one thing when, uh, like, before the draft, he's like, "I want someone to throw to." And what do they do with their first round pick? They draft his replacement. There was a gra- there was a graphic on the
0: Sunday night game that showed like Drew Brees has thrown Drew Brees and Peyton Manning have thrown the most touchdowns to to first round picks, and Aaron Rodgers has thrown two touchdowns in his entire career to first round picks. And he threw a
1: second one on Sunday. Even was he had. Lazard had 146 yards.
0: Lazard is a sell high target right now. I don't in know. Fantasy. I mean, I
1: know he's not going to be as impactful when when Adams comes back. That's the like, thing.
0: But you got whoever's got Lazard, i going to be though. I would ship him off in two seconds for, for literally anybody.
1: I'm sure but. B-Bot will try. <laughs> he had Julio on his bench. I mean, he'll probably try to package Lazard and them together. I don't even know what I would oh, give for that. Thank you. I would give him Tony Ballard. That's about it.
0: I'd give him this half-eaten bag of cheese that's in my, my room right now that I've been open for four days. Like, there's <laughs> there's nothing I would give for that.
1: I mean, I, I, honestly, I would give him Jamison Crowder. That's, that's like being realistic. Like, I, I would not give him any of my starting receivers at all. Well, Beebout, if you want Jamison Crowder, hit
0: up Austin for that trade. I'm sure he'll talk with yeah. you for a couple minutes about it, and then you'll we'll get cold yeah, feet. I mean, and we'll call it good. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. Oh God,
1: Beebout. Oh, Beebout's the king of cold feet now. I, mean, I think this is like his second or third time doing it. At le- yeah. We-, we
0: love you, Beebout, but come on, man.
1: It's time for week four matchups.
0: Let's start with the toilet bowl of the week: Trevor versus uh, Beebout. Uh, so about I don't know what you. I, I don't know what James Conner's deal is. I don't know how that's going to work.
2: It sounds week. like they're playing either Monday or Tuesday. Yeah, I, I hope I so
0: because otherwise that's going to just throw a wrench into fantasy.
1: And they're already given, like you said, Derrick Henry's listed as postponed, and they're giving him zero for the week already. Same with James Conner. I wonder if he can move. Yeah, I mean, him. if you look at James Conner on his matchup, he's zero point zero zero.
0: You have Derrick Henry, right? Yep. Can you move him from your lineup, or is he locked in?
1: Oh, let me check. I mean, I'm sure I can. It, the game hasn't happened, so. Sure right, but it's them.
0: showing that they've got zero fantasy points.
1: Like, I mean, if act, not, I can mean, if if not, I can manually go in there and move them. So I wonder if they've gone. Yeah, I can, I can move them. I can oh, move okay. them. But even if even if not, I would have moved them for them. But
0: I mean, I think with this yeah. matchup, I think if I th- I don't know why Scary Terry hasn't been in in BVAP's lineup since week one. I mean, we all slept on him. I think Scary Terry went in like the.
2: Um, because of the team he's on and who's throwing it to him
0: exactly like but i had still, I wanted nothing like, to do with him. mclaren
2: somehow just still finds a way to get a bunch of points but she I does that, that chemistry with haskins because they played at ohio state together but
0: it's funny last week we finally got to see if ohio state could beat cleveland and well we learned the the uh the cleveland browns can indeed beat ohio state dwayne haskins Gary terry chase young i mean but Sounds I think, like he I, had think a lot of McCle- I think scary Terry was his best pick of the draft.
1: I, I still think Biba wins this matchup, though. I know he's not going to have James Conner, but I think Nixon's good for a decent week against Jacksonville. I, I don't know. I don't, I don't. I don't like Trevor's team at all. He's 12th place for a and he's at the bottom of the list for points. I would imagine. I think oh
0: Jerry God. Judy is just. I, I, he's a volatile matchup this or volatile player. Well, this yeah, week. I mean, he's got nobody throwing to him. Exactly. Who's it? Brent Ripon, Bryce Ripon,
2: uh, McKinnon could be good if him and Jeff Wilson are still splitting the backfield.
0: I think against Philadelphia on Sunday night, I think McKinnon's in for a really big game.
2: Eckler's oh, yeah, doing I think, his thing, just keeps on getting a bunch of catches.
0: I keep wanting to message Trevor about getting Austin Eckler, but it's like I don't know what I would offer him realistically. I tried,
2: and I gave him something a little unrealistic, and, yeah, he wasn't about it.
0: Did he even talk with you about it, or was Echler's it just a con- – He's like one of his best players. Well, he is his best player. I mean –
1: I'd say Watson. Yeah, Eckler. He took Eckler in like the third round. Second or third round, but who is?
0: Oh yeah, well, once he gets Mike Thomas back, though. I mean, Mike Thomas. Let's see, he's still questionable. Uh, well, he returned Mike to practice Thomas, today, though.
2: T.J. Moore, and then I think he's always played Edelman at his flex. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think Judy on his bench, but
0: but I mean, I think you plug Michael Thomas in there over Jerry Judy, and I th- I think this team isn't on paper. It looks really good.
1: Nah, I wouldn't and, say really. Edel- Edelman's been very underwhelming.
0: Had, sure, that's yeah, that's why on paper. But. I mean, you you look at this team and you you think. As, like, team players, they're all very good team players. Like, Edelman is very, you know, important to the, the New England offense. I mean, Fantasy Edelman's wise. only
2: really bad game was this last week. Week one, he had was 13. It? Week two, he we had 25.9. Yeah, week ten he uh, we put up That's what I was talking hours. about because that's when that's when the Patriots decide to pass. Yeah. He had eight for 179. So, maybe he's not as bad as we thought, but
1: – I mean, he's their best offensive player, but okay. –
0: uh,
1: uh, yeah. What do you, what do you mean his
2: best offensive player? Their, their best offensive player.
1: Who Edelman is their best receiver.
2: Okay, you said
1: offensive player. I was like, Cam. who would you say is their best? Offensive? Cam. Mm. Oh, Cam Newton. That's to be Cam determined. Down. That's to be determined, though. He's had some inconsistencies in his past. I think he. I think the reason he will be the best is because of Bill Belichick, though. I I don't know, he's seen very. Yeah, he he had his moment.
2: Edelman's the more the proven one, is what you're saying.
1: Yeah. He's,
0: yeah. the veteran, he's the veteran player sure. in that offense that's full of a bunch of new guys. I mean, Nikhil Harry, uh, I think his name is Darius Bird, too. Like, those guys are fresh off the draft, or, I mean, Harry was injured last year. I mean, I couldn't even tell you who their tight end is. Edelman is that Good veteran year. guy. In
2: Another thing about Trevor's team is that Mark Andrews, he had 22.8 in week one, but then in weeks two and three, he had nine points combined.
1: Week three was probably brutal. I honestly don't even know, but.
2: Mark Andrews has been very, very underwhelming so far this year. Trevor's gotten pretty unlucky, but like well, Watson, is, like Watson's also played. Cool. Watson's also had the toughest schedule out of anybody. To, I feel for bad for Deshaun weeks.
0: Watson. But can we just take a moment, though? Mitch Trubisky has more wins than Deshaun Watson this year. We feel good about that one. <laughs>
1: Uh, I'm going to leave that one alone. You can talk about that one. But, yeah. <laughs>
0: uh,
1: I don't know. I'm not even a Bears fan, and I'm going to leave that alone.
0: I'm just saying yeah, Mitch Trubisky won week one and two, and Deshaun Watson has not won a game. So. Yeah. Week one and
2: two, Deshaun yeah. Watson played the Chiefs and then the Ravens.
0: And the Bears played the Giants and the Detroit Lions. I-
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. That's enough about that.
0: <laughs> yeah, we'll leave that one. We'll leave that anyway, one we'll next on for week now.
2: Match up. Where are we going Yes. Hmm. Next matchup.
0: Yeah, I'm kind of intrigued by that one, to be honest. I think –
2: So, my widest, or my running back too, James White, yeah, all my running backs are projected very low. I
1: mean, if How it's about anything Emmanuel like Sanders? How that... do you feel about Emmanuel Sanders?
2: Um, I mean, he had a good game last week, but I don't care for him too with much. With Michael Thomas
0: coming back? Oh, with Mike Thomas coming back, I would almost start A.J. Green over uh, Emmanuel Sanders. Yeah,
2: that's, uh, that's my issue. I might throw Jeff Wilson in there, to be honest, because – Jeff Green's Wilson is so bad, though. If if Mostert does not play, I will probably throw Jeff Wilson at flex.
1: AJ Green's been getting so many targets, but like I don't know what's happening. Like I don't know if he's like forcing it to him or like inaccurate. Some of them are
2: there's from what I watched of the Thursday night Browns Bengals game, there were a lot
1: of inaccurate passes. Which I get it probably zero time in the pocket. But, yeah, well, I think a lot yeah. of it, too, was
0: just balls being thrown away in the direction of A.J. Green. Like, that counts as a target, even if the ball is completely uncatchable cool. and is being thrown cool. away. I think that's just the, the comfort zone for, for Joe Burrow is throwing to A.J. Green. I mean, why wouldn't it be? He's a veteran receiver with a rookie quarterback. Like, that makes
2: sense yeah. to be that,
0: mm-hmm. be that
2: guy. Green caught five of six targets against the Eagles for
0: 36 yards. Yeah, I think he's I got a cakewalk of a like, matchup next week, though.
1: I like those matchups. Like, back against Cleveland, Allen Robinson against India. I think I think that game will be a little more high scoring than people think Galladay in new Orleans. That's going to be a high scoring game against Cleveland. I mean, I, I don't know. Those are just games that I feel like they're going to be a lot of potential for getting points.
0: That's a good point. I think even starting Ronald Jones, I think is a, a really great start too. I mean, against Mm. the chargers defense, I mean, see, and that's kind of what sucks for
2: me having Russell Wilson and Metcalf against the dolphins is that I think the Seahawks are going to get to an early lead. And then, Run the clock out the whole second half.
0: I'm hoping. Like Willis I'm is hoping. just
2: not going to pass that much in the second half, and that's very been the good thing hard. about him playing good teams is that he's it's made it's forcing him to throw like the entire game, yeah. which has really worked out. But yeah, and, yeah I have a feeling um, that my matchup's going to come down to Monday night with, with yeah. Aaron Jones. I don't know. I'm interested. To see, I'm interested to see how the Patriots game goes against the Chiefs. Like how involved James White will be, and then same with Jeff Wilson.
0: I think the biggest piece for you, Zach, with winning is seeing what what Emmanuel Sanders, if that's who you go with, uh, does. Because if he if Michael Thomas comes back too early, like most people do from high ankle high ankle sprains, I feel like Sanders is going to be getting a lot of targets. So I think it's going to come down to your guys' flex plays, to be honest. Because I think I mean Wilson and Prescott are both going to blow up. Your wide receivers are pretty even, in my in my opinion. Same with running backs. I think I just think the people who have the both most-
2: problem is like people will think all oh, the number one receiver will be back, which means the number two receiver should get some more targets. But I feel like with Michael Thomas, that is not the case. Like Michael Thomas is seems like half of Breeze's passes, if if it's not yeah.
0: Kamara. Yeah, I'm wondering you know? how Kamara is going to fare having Michael Thomas back. I mean, I don't think he's going to put up 40 points, but I think he's still going to go 30.
2: Sorry, when I was when I was trying to get uh, Eckler from Trevor, I tried to give him, I tried to give him Sanders, and I think it was James White, and it was just kind of a screw it, just kind of see if he'll do it.
0: He I said he was going to think
2: about it, but then he realized that I was talking about Emmanuel Sanders and not Miles Sanders.
0: Now that uh, would be a fair. I feel like that would be a a deal to think about, Miles Sanders and
1: who
0: yeah, I picked him up, and I
1: think he's about the only bright spot on the Eagles. So
0: yeah, I think that's a that was a good draft pick for you.
1: My yeah. intent was to take him the round earlier, and instead I took Godwin, and then he came back to me. So you had to. Take it him worked out, but yeah. Right. But should we I was go gonna... to the next matchup?
0: Yeah, let's go to yeah, Jake cool. and Christian having a four-point difference. This is
1: also a. Toilet the part two. Okay.
0: Yeah, I think just the way our league is right now, with having four zero and three teams and four three and zero teams, I think is.
1: It'll even out, but yeah. Yeah. Will it though? Oh yeah. I, I mean, at the
0: works. end of this week, we could potentially have three four and O teams and three O and three t or three O and four teams. I mean,
1: it's the way it goes. It's so I gotta say, goes. I, I
2: mean, think I think waiver wire pickup of the year through three weeks has been James Robinson,
0: hundred
2: percent Jaguars running back. Blaze picked him up after week one, and he has had uh, he had ten points after week one, and then he had twenty one, and then he just had thirty, ranking himself twenty six.
0: Yeah, I think James Robinson – I mean, he's the – I mean, don't get me wrong. I I like Gardner Minshew. I think he is a suitable quarterback. He's average run of the mill with a cool mustache quarterback. Um, But I think James Robinson is the only offense there.
1: They aren't a good team. They just have that team that can scare you. Like, you can't overlook them. Yeah, Yeah. I agree. But I I was just going to say, I think Christian has one of the best bad – Teams right now, if that makes sense. Yeah, I agree. I I mean, for being
0: in the bottom half of like the the standings, I think he's got the
1: best of the worst teams. I think he's got the best logical chance to make the playoffs out of those teams. I agree. And there's eight of us are going to make. Like right now, he's in a playoff spot.
0: I think this week, though, depending on who's who goes to 0 and four, I think it's going to be. I mean, that's like a pivotal point. I mean, that's when you made your big 0 and four move. Years ago, (laughs) 0 and four is
1: right where you want to be, baby. Oh boy. (laughs)
0: God, I remember working that deal out. I think we were at the lunch table, and
1: that was – at least that's where I was. Oh, my God. That was like my first year playing fantasy football. Do we remember what that deal was? It was Greg Olson, Matt Forte. (laughs) He remembers. Des Bryant. Des Bryant. Bryant. Des Bryant Bryant. Yeah, because I ended up getting Odell that same year, I think. Maybe that was a couple years later.
2: That was Odell's prime year with the
0: Giants. Yeah, that.
1: I I ended up with – Mega. that was the year I had mega team, I think. I think everybody was really stupid back then.
0: You look at us now compared to we were when we first started playing. Like, A, we yeah. would have never even thought about having a, you know, conversation about fantasy football or having this be our lives for 16 weeks. But, yeah. I mean, now this hey. 16-week stretch is what I live for. Next um, matchup?
2: Is there anything else we needed to know from this matchup?
0: I don't think so. I mean, it's. I think this is going to yeah, be a, gonna one win. of the closer matchups of the Toilet Bowl series. Um, I think we I should think, make that I a think... series on the on the, the recap. It's just the Toilet Bowl uh,
1: <laughs> I'm gonna take Blaze. I'm gonna take Blaze only because Jake again doesn't have a tight end. So
0: I don't know. I'm. Man. I might go out on a limb here and give Jake his first win of the season.
2: That's what we should have done. We should for all these matchups. We should have said who we think is gonna win. Um, so yeah, let's
0: move on to uh, who haven't we talked about yet?
1: Austin yeah. Brandon.
0: Austin Brandon matchup of uh, rivalry week. Yeah. Um, oh boy. Um,
1: I was feeling good if Derek yeah, Henry let's... doesn't play. Play your I do I'll not have honest. another running back, so I got. I got to
0: plug in. Fournette I mean,
1: you need Fred, is Fournette for sure. Not going to play.
0: He didn't practice today. Who
1: knows? And yeah. Josh Allen, Josh Allen. I mean, his although he doesn't have Juju, but I'm pretty sure he has another wide receiver he can plug in there.
0: John
2: yeah, Brown, he's if he's Tyler playing, Boyd. Tyler Boyd at his flex.
0: Hunter Renfro, yeah. too, on his bench, who has surprisingly yeah. played decently. So he's in a much better spot than I am. But, Hunter yeah. Renfro
2: had a good week three. Before that, yeah, he had ten points combined.
0: I think that Las Vegas offense is hit or miss. I mean, we saw that last week with Josh Jacobs. Yeah, yeah. Was... I'm,
1: I'm definitely leaning Brandon on this one. I mean, I yeah. already projected. They already shot my projection down. I guess I have Godwin out of the lineup. or yeah. in the lineup still. but
0: I think it's going to come down to whether Nuke plays or not. I mean – I feel like he will. I don't know how serious this ankle injury is. I mean, Yahoo doesn't think Who? it's I didn't, I didn't.
1: I don't know. Yeah, I didn't know he was even hurt. But Neither did I. He
0: was out of practice today. They don't yeah, seem to opiate. think it's that big of an injury, but, yeah. I mean, it's an ankle injury. Like, those will yeah. hinder a wide receiver. I mean, they can play through it, but they're not going to be running their routes as well. I mean, that's what Nuke does. I mean, he is one of the best route runners in the league. Oh,
2: Looking yeah. at this right now, Godwin has projected a whopping .01.
1: Yeah, they, they're giving him hope. <laughs> <Kind> of, uh, <laughs> how do you even score obviously not very win. much yeah that's pretty much them saying he's i think that's like a percentage chance he plays i'm I'm pretty sure that's kind of what they're doing there
0: yeah i mean it's also really early to tell i mean if he's still out of practice with his hamstring injury on friday then i think it's pretty much guaranteed that he won't play yeah um, all right, a couple extra days to, to figure to it to out running
1: back or once running back here. Mm-hmm. all right well my pick on that one's brandon unfortunately yeah, I gotta go, Brandon, on that one too.
2: I don't know. Yeah, I mean, just the situation. Like, if you had, if you had both your guys playing, I think I. Oh, you if I had both my guys playing. To,
0: yeah, oh yeah, I, I think it's a much closer matchup if you have both your guys playing.
2: The last one, other than Danny and Ryan, is Brady and Saul.
1: Three and over, 0, zero and three. Oh God!
0: Dare I say it? Uh, is, I mean, I don't really need, need to look at this series. matchup.
1: I'll take Saul on that one, but. Yeah. Uh, again, no offense to Brady. I mean, I guess he's got Devontae coming back. Kittle might come back. Yeah, if so, they don't I mean, come he, back,
0: I think he's got a decent shot. I wouldn't that's even he, say he's going to it. I mean, you DeAndre, got
1: DeAndre's Rodgers, Cooper, Brown.
2: Well, Kittle's going to play. Blair. So I, I think he would, I, I'm assuming he would throw Higby at his flex if he didn't have anybody better. I don't know. He doesn't.
0: <laughs> Devontae, <laughs> well, I guess he could throw if Devontae Adams. Adams plays. He could put Mike Williams at his flex if he wanted.
2: That's just tough, man. That's a, that's a tough little situation he's in.
0: It's not a not a great. There's been so many big injuries this year that hindered every yeah. team. And just kind of not has Kenyon
2: Drake been the biggest bust of the draft so far? Um, I he's got to be broken. up there, right?
0: 14, he's up 11. There. Was he his first round draft pick? I think.
2: I think he was second. I think he was Saul's
1: second round pick.
0: Yeah, Saul took C E H and then came back at this. Yeah, at two three
1: he took uh, a Drake. Hmm. Does he have any rushing? Oh no, I'm looking at returns. Okay, yeah, yeah. 54 no, yards rushing. Oh, yeah, he has, he has one <laughs> no, rushing. No, 219 cover. yards rushing. I don't it's know. interesting it, to it, take it's, a look Ky- and see. Kyler's, Kyler's just the one that does
2: everything there. Yeah. So Kyler does the running as well.
1: As
0: I, feel like, I feel like the Cardinals offense is a lot similar to uh, the Buffalo Bills offense, that their quarterback is their playmaker, and they've got a star-wide receiver and then serviceable running backs. I mean, I think Kenyon Drake and Chase Edmonds are very similar to the likes of Singletary and Zach Moss. And then you've yeah. got, you know, old guy Cole Beasley in Buffalo, and you've got old guy Larry Fitz. You've got decent young receiver John Brown and uh, Christian Kirk. I think there's a lot of, a lot of interesting parallels between those two teams.
2: Saul picked up Justin Jefferson. So if he uh, keeps doing his thing, then that'll be a really good pickup.
0: You'll probably end up plugging Jefferson
1: in. Um, He's in Minnesota. I wouldn't count on it.
2: But yes, yeah, so I'm gonna give this one easily to
0: Saul. Yeah. So. Oh yeah. Same here.
1: Absolutely.
0: All right. I'll All match right. Matchup for the week. Match for the week. Here it is, baby. I'll let you guys do a lot of the talking on this one because I, I already know where I stand on this, and I already told Ryan that I'm going to sh** on his team. Well, um,
2: Danny, what you should be afraid of is that Browns are playing the Cowboys' defense.
0: 100%. I'm, I'm terrified of that, to be honest. So, if Kareem Hunt plays, I'm feeling nervous
2: this isn't the week for you to think, well, the Browns running back core has got to stop eventually because there's a decent chance that it it could continue. I hope it doesn't, but I mean, I'm just being realistic. Yeah, no,
0: I totally agree. I think, I mean, when I was looking into this matchup before just like looking down the line, like I think it was like week one or two, um, to see a, when I played Ryan and then I saw that Cleveland was playing Dallas, I was not happy. Here's, was...
1: Here's my thought. Sometimes in fantasy, I think people get caught up on like the player itself instead of the like the matchup. I think matchups are more important to me. I think like you look at the top two guys, Matt Ryan, Calvin Ridley. I think that game is going to be a shootout regardless of how you feel about the Falcons. Like, I think they're going to, there's going to be a lot of points in that game. And I, I think, I think Matt Ryan, I mean, there's a reason Calvin Ridley is projected almost 20 points. And then you yeah, have, I think Anything, the Browns,
2: there's going to be a bunch think... of garbage time touchdowns for the Falcons.
1: I, I agree, just yeah. don't see the Browns keeping it up, but I think they can definitely do it one more week against Dallas. Again, I think that game can be high scoring or at least a lot of yardage because the Cowboys' defense has gaping holes. I don't know what Jerry's thinking there. Zach can elaborate on that one. You had some free agents. Should have signed taken, Jamal Adams. Safe they use. shouldn't have. I, I mean, still think we should they pick,
2: they pick up Earl Thomas. Fun fact: Earl Thomas or the Texans canceled their their workout with Earl Thomas, which I don't know what to think about that. I don't know so if like Earl Thomas is just being like an, an Antonio. Brown kind of guy. It sounds like What's he is.
0: I mean, he the Ravens cut him so fast after that. I mean, I think he's just a toxic player, to be honest. Very well could be. Not a locker room guy.
2: Anyways, yeah, I mean, I could see this matchup going either way. I uh, feel like I this could,
0: could be another 190 to 185 matchup, like just both our teams
1: popping off completely. And... Uh, the only... I could see Matt Ryan your...
2: garbage time touchdowns, and that would scare me.
1: <laughs> I, I honestly think I was just about to say that. I could see a Matt Ryan to Calvin Ridley. Falcons like... are down like 35 to 14. Touchdown. I could that's see him point. get like
2: two Calvin Ridley touchdowns within like six minutes.
1: Yeah.
0: That's what I'm nervous about too, with it being Monday night.
2: Like it could happen that fast and you could be down 40 points going into Monday night. Think, yeah. all right, I got this halftime. Yeah. Oh, I'm, I'm still up by 20. I, I think I got this. And then boom. That was
0: like, yeah, it was like Phil last week. He was up by 50 points going into Sunday night. Granted. I still had Camara Kelsey and, and Mahomes to go, but.
1: How are you going to, if Carson plays, are you going to play? I I'm worried about it. there
0: there's been no update on him, so I don't really know what I'm going to do at this point. Um, he's on my bench right now. Uh, I've got Singletary in my flex and Mike Davis. Um, I like Mike Davis's matchup this week against Arizona. Yeah,
2: Mike Davis is, is a good uh, waiver wire pickup as well. I don't know how
0: he dropped to five. He had Uh-oh. eight
2: receptions his first game as the starter
0: yeah that's why he was my number one waiver claim uh like he was yeah i mean i think if i think mike davis he's gonna get those check downs against arizona's defense i don't think teddy i think teddy's gonna kind of need it and mike davis will be there if chris carson is a go i think i'd start him over devin singletary only because for two reasons actually one i like the seattle versus miami matchup a lot more than buffalo versus uh vegas and two zach moss is back at practice and devin singletary when zach moss is healthy uh, had 10 points and nine points. Zach Moss wasn't healthy. He put up 16. My issue, so, if,
2: if I were you, with playing Carson, is if there's a very, very, very good chance the Seahawks are going to be up big on the Dolphins, yeah. I don't think they would run Carson. They will not think get they pulled would and risk him getting he would get hurt pulled.
0: again. Yeah.
2: Especially if they're up big. They're going to throw in, like, Travis Homer or carlos hyde
0: yeah i mean i also wouldn't mind starting cd lamb at my flex i mean it's it feels like an option to me right now
2: cd lamb is a startable receiver at this point
0: i agree and i think against cleveland in what's going to be a blowout of a matchup or a, a high scoring game i think cd could put up some really big numbers uh that being said though if
1: it's not a high scoring i think game, that game can be closer than you guys think yeah it, it i don't could think be. it's gonna be a blowout at all i don't think i the cowboys I, I don't think it'll I'm be not be a blow. the Cowboys are going to be like in jeopardy at any point in the game. I just don't think it's going to be a point in the game where it's like garbage time. Like All I right. can see the the Browns being within 10 the whole game.
2: This will be a good game for everybody to see what the Cowboys actually are going to be like this year. I agree. It I scares agree. me knowing that it's going to be facing the Browns, but our it's, division is so bad. We're going to win. We're going to win their so. division and I don't think it's going to be close.
0: But. I think it's going to be a tone setter though. Like the Browns are not a bad team. And I think if they cannot Beat the Browns, I think that's going to do a a lot of yeah. more like mental damage to the team than anything else. I'll be
1: honest, I don't think anybody else in that division is going to be above 500. Maybe the Eagles will get there just because they're going to play Giants twice and the Redskins again. The, the football, football team, who yeah, well, they already uh, lost it's, two once, right? But that's
0: the I don't think we should sleep on Dwayne Haskins and the football team. I really no, don't. I'm I think sleeping
1: on Dwayne Haskins. I don't know about the football team, but I'm sleeping on Dwayne Ness. I don't know. I feel like he could be a – Ron Rivera
2: is the only reason they should be given any thought at all.
0: Who are you guys taking? Myself or Ryan in this one?
1: Practicing Personally, I think this is the week where Ryan's team shows what it really is. I don't think the Browns are going to sustain it. I think Ryan's going to lose by 20 or 30 plus. See, I think it's
2: going to be close. I think this matchup is going to be close.
1: And and, and Um, I could be wrong because the first three weeks I've been totally wrong on Ryan's team. but I'm going to give the slight edge to Danny. I'm
0: also going with my team. And not even talking about it in a biased way. Like, if you took the teams away, like, I don't know who's running who. Like, it's Joe Schmo versus Bob Jones. Like, I think you take a look at both of our teams, and I just think I have a better all-around team (laughs) than than Ryan does. And I think I'm not banking on the success of, of two teams for the success of my team
1: five gum top five power rankings
0: let's hear your top five
1: right now with injuries included and everything i have danny number one i think danny's definitely the best team um you're the team right now i would not want to face zach's got to be number two for me personally i don't think ryan's as good as. i'm gonna put if we i'm gonna put me three brandon four and ryan five i don't I'm I, I, The thing with Ryan's team is I, he has he – has, what does he have? Two Falcons and three, three Falcons. Or he did
0: have three Falcons because Young-Ho is out. But.
1: I know his team has been performing really well so far. I just don't – I don't know. I, I don't know. I just don't think his team's going to sustain it. He's got two Falcons and three Browns. That's really all you got to say about him.
2: Would you throw – if you put McCaffrey in my lineup, am I one or two still?
1: i got to be honest, Zach, if, has, if you
0: have, if you have if CMC – yeah, oh
1: yeah, I'm looking at his team. If he has McCaffrey, he's – Yeah, 100%. Because, I mean, you put – <laughs> That opens up, that pretty much pushes your flex down. You could put White at your flex or anybody at your flex. But you'd have yeah. Russell Wilson, DK Metcalf, Matt for uh, Mike Evans, Aaron Jones, Christian McCaffrey. Yeah. I definitely have the best one, if he picks it up. But yeah, so I'd have Danny, Danny Zach. Me, me and Brandon are interchangeable, I think. But I'd have me three, Brandon four, and then Ryan five. That's, that's my top five right now. I, I don't know. Well, like I said, Ryan's team is not as good as I think. People are hyping it up to be, but he'll probably prove me wrong if he has in the past. So what about you guys? So
2: my list is a little different for uh, listing these with, like, counting injuries. I agree. Danny won. I think I would still put myself second. I would put Phil at number three if he has Mostert as his running back two because he's got Dak going for him. He's got Zeke. And I know those don't sound good because they're on the same team, but mm-hmm. they both put up big, big numbers. He was um, my Robinson's number 6 been coming alive for him. Galladay just came back for him. Yeah, I was um, thinking
0: about putting Phil in my yeah, top Mostert
2: Moster- Moster has RB2. Gesicki's had a decent year, I think. Eh, he had a good week, too. And then Will Fuller, who is the number one receiver in Houston. So I, I think I'm still going to put Phil number three. I think I'm going to put Austin number four. And then five, I would have to get Ryan number five.
0: Uh, I have the same number one and two as you guys, myself being first, Zach being a close second. Uh, I've got Austin, you in third. Um, I think your injuries, uh, um, I got Ryan at four. And then I was toying between Brandon and Phil for five and six. I went with Brandon just because I think I would rather not face Josh Allen and DeAndre Hopkins right now. I mean, DeAndre Hopkins has been ridiculous. Putting up double-digit receiving yards and – you know, two out of the three weeks or double digit receptions and triple digits and receiving yards and two out of the three weeks, Josh Allen's been ridiculous. So I think I wouldn't want to face Brandon right now. And I think he's gotten just kind of the short end of the stick um, with his two losses. So I go myself, and be, Zach, Austin, Ryan, Brandon.
1: And to be clear, I, Ryan's team is good. Like it's, mm-hmm. it's good. It's just not as good as I, I don't think he's like a top, like, like when we compare your matchup with the week, personally, I think me and Brandon, have the closest matchup in terms of like strength you know obviously i'm not going to have my guys going but like i i just don't think ryan stacks up like i said he's proven me wrong three weeks in a row so why not four but i mean i think he's a team that could definitely win it all but i just in terms of the power rankings i have him at number five and that said they're narrow they're very narrow like i think the top five or six teams like anybody could win it so
0: i agree yeah there's a few teams that I want to face, and I think there's a few teams that I don't want to face. And
1: yeah, give me bring it All
0: right, one last one last little segment before we call it good. What team is this make or break week for? Who do you think needs to step up and win, or make a trade if they want to stay in it? I mean, this really kind of gives us a, a look at the bottom of the league, just to give them some
1: some airtime. But who's who's in the hot seat right now? Definitely Jake. You know, he's been he's he's made the trades. He's given up a lot to put him. In position to win. I
0: agree. That's the guys
1: that he, the guys he traded for, just don't pan out. Like if Smith doesn't pan out, which I, I have my doubts about it. Stuff like that. I, I think he's he gets a loss this week. I don't see him coming back from one of four. I hate to say it. I just I think he's the team that absolutely needs to win this week. Bebout, I gosh. I don't yeah, know. I was They're thinking both was both thinking of them, but Bebout or Trevor as well.
0: Yeah, because I'm leaning way. towards Bebout. And I think if Joe Mixon decides to finally show up, get rid of him. Get what you can out of him someone will bite on a running back. I mean, I'd be content with running David Montgomery and James Conner. I mean, it's not the best, you know, option, but, you know, you do what you gotta do. I think
1: Montgomery's gonna be fine. I I do, especially if we get a quarterback that's actually capable of throwing football. I think that'll take some pressure off of them. Yep, and I think
0: having Tariq out too, I mean, that's more touches for for Montgomery right there. So I think if Bebout doesn't win this week I think he's got to he's got to reevaluate some things because te- he's got the pieces to move because there's there's a handful of players that if my team wasn't where it's at right now that I would 100% want to trade
1: for and um, I think the difference between this league and, and and years past is like there's that gap so like right now if you go to 0-4 like eighth place could be at two wins so like four weeks in you could already be two weeks behind the next like a being in a playoff spot so like 0-4 when I was 0-4 I was still only like one or one game out of the playoffs i believe i think it was very evenly distributed all all the way across the board with everybody moving up the leaderboard quickly and teams keep losing like i i, I personally we i don't think we've ever had a year where a guy lost every single game i think brady could potentially lose every single game you think
0: you could be the 2008 lions and the yeah, six, was it the I'll, 16 browns
1: yeah. yeah so that's what concerns me there is like you're gonna have that like people are just gonna keep winning because we're going to have a few – we have more of a bottom feeder vibe. And, again, it's not on Brady. It's just he's had such bad injuries. With the picks he had, I just don't think win it, I think. Yeah.
2: Yeah, so I agreed with – I mean, I agree with both um, Jake and Bebout here. So, I'll give you the name that I'm also thinking that's not one of those two is Trevor. Trevor is 0-3, looking for his first win as as well as Bebout, which that's going to be – that's for sure going to be toilet bowl matchup of the week is trevor versus bebo if trevor goes on four this is deshaun watson's first game where he has potential to go off he's got a because, chance this
0: week actually like yeah. he's got a chance to he's show at, us exactly what deshaun facing, watson's made out of
2: he's facing an average defense now he needs to hope that watson needs to go off you know this could be his only week for mckinnon you'd think mark Andrews has to come back eventually like come back to his normal self he's playing uh the football team, so you gotta hope for at least a touchdown out of him this week. Otherwise, I mean, Mark Andrews just he's looking to be one of the busts of the draft. I'd say if his team doesn't execute this week, I think he's gotta he's gotta do something about it. It'll help with Michael Thomas coming back for him. I think Patriots are gonna be in pass in pass mode against the Chiefs. So I think Edelman will have a decent game.
1: Yeah, if
0: it's not if he doesn't win this week, it's not gonna be Deshaun of the dead, it's gonna be Trevor of the dead. Like yeah
2: there's no this is a must win this is a must win for both of those guys
0: yeah yeah, it's a must win and one of them's gonna lose i know i think that's the story right there that it's a must win for both Beavout and trevor so it's nice that one of them's gonna win and we'll actually have a chance so any other closing thoughts before we wrap this up um...
1: the only thing i would say is i i think i kind of just want to play this out i mean I, we can we can do a vote on it you know if, if teams start dropping but uh, I know B bow was kind of concerned about it, but the way I look at it, we put twenty five dollars down. I'm not really worried about it. I think yeah. we just, I mean, everybody's on the same. It's kind of like injuries; you can't really predict what's going to happen. So,
2: like I, that's why we lowered the buy in to twenty five, really. is because yeah, in case exactly. this happens. So.
0: Yeah, I think um, it's just about in season management at that point. Like, you know what, your player yeah. got COVID. Okay, what's the difference Let's between getting how COVID? Good of a fantasy ACL? Owner you are. I mean,
1: I mean, if anybody wants to take a look at my matchup this week, I could probably lose. I probably will lose because I don't have Derek Henry. So I mean it is what it is. I mean to bite the bullet and move on. I think we should just play it out. And again, it's twenty five dollars. If if people are really worried about that, I'll refund them their money.
0: Thank you guys for listening. Uh we'll be back next week with hopefully two different episodes. One to do the matchups, um, talk about the matchups from last week. And then another one where we can talk about, you know, do a preview of the upcoming week. Just kind of break it up so it's not all uh, one big segment and having you guys sit down and listen for fifty some minutes because I know probably none of you will. But we'll probably do that. And if anybody wants to be on, just uh, shoot me a message, and uh, I'll make you trade me your best player first before you get on the on the podcast. But you know, you've gotta give a little to get a little. No, I'm kidding. Thank you guys for listening. Uh, we'll be back next week.